Get up your rebels at your own discretion And crank that treble for your new obsession It's DJ Webbles on the hangover session BFF.FM The best frequencies forever Community radio, yeah Good morning, Jefferson Good morning How are you on a scale of 1 to 10 hungover-wise this time around? Ooh, I... Okay, so 0 as far as hungover Yeah But I am bouncing back from... Two back-to-back wedding gigs, which is about you know three hours of singing both yes. both nights. Yeah. So it's fine. I mean, I'm I'm used to it. Yeah, now. I'm yeah, used yeah, to yeah, three yeah. four night runs and then getting up and doing it all again. <laughs> yeah, and Sunday so, morning. But you know what though, I I will say it, it feels different because knowing that getting up today, I was coming to do this. I was like, oh, great, yeah. you know, like this, this is going to be shit, fun. Shit. Like, even if my voice feels like, you know, like a train whistle, um, I'm still going to have a good time doing it. You'd be so. surprised. You might surprise yourself with your voice. You'll find new octaves. I, I am no stranger to surprising people. So <laughs> were there lots of costumes at this show last night? Or was no, it more it was, of a wedding? It was a wedding. It was okay. a straight up wedding. You didn't like have to look at like nah, weird and wonderful people dressed up wearing, as well. Wearing my monkey suit. You know, just yeah. which is just a usual suit. Yeah. Uh, no, no one was no one was wearing any ridiculous costumes, which I'm kind of sad about. I have performed on a wedding on Halloween years ago in Tahoe, and it was for a guy who was in the Love Guru. Remember that, Michael, Michael, Mike Myers. I do remember that. Yeah, Mariska Harkate. Yeah. that was the funniest part of that movie. I yeah, think, yeah. him just saying Mariska Harkate at people. <laughs> yeah. um, but this guy was the guy who sang more than words with Mike Myers in oh, the wow. movie. I'm like, all right, great. And his and the woman he married uh, was an actress in the movie Her. Remember that creepy oh movie my Her? God, how good was that? That was with um, what's his name, uh, Joachim Phoenix, uh-huh. right? Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, Cre- Scarlett we're, Johansson. Yeah, the voice uh, that we all want as our Siri voice. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It's like it's like you know you go into that movie you're like how can you fall in love oh with just a voice yeah. halfway through you're like I get it <laughs> yeah, I totally so get it it's so good and the soundtrack's really good as well it's uh-huh. one of those movies you can watch again and again I think as well and it sort of develops as yeah. you watch it it's very deep uh, anyway I played that wedding <laughs> yeah. I played that Halloween wedding and no one was dressed up but I think um, one of my favorite things about Halloween is when you just see people doing like normal things mm-hmm. dressed up. Like I saw a dude yesterday dressed up as Tutankhamun just carrying some Trader Joe bags. And Great. I was like, that just made my day just yeah. seeing that dude. Like Perfect. <laughs> acting normal. Just, yeah. Well, it's, it's not anything worse than the, the person who wears the t-shirt says, this is my Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, that's That's, that's the most sad. punchable face in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time we did this was uh, pre-pandemic. How was your pandemic experience? Um, that's a good loaded question. Uh, horrible and fantastic. Yeah, uh, it really was the best of times and worst of times because, um, you know, I make a big portion of my living from performing on yeah. weddings and corporate gigs and private events and just performing in general. So we went from all to nothing. Um, rough, man. and for a while, up until you know that point, I was producing music for weddings and corporate <coughs> events so i was one of the guys uh for one of the groups i sing for that was taking in the inquiries uh you know 
the liaison between the clients and the musicians, mm -hmm. details from the venue, like all of the, the front end stuff that goes into producing music for those it events. Vanished. It did. And I was thankful for that uh, because I suddenly wasn't fielding calls from brides and grooms and venues and planners and, oh and having yeah. to shepherd musicians yeah. and be like, please wear socks, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, like, please, please clean, please wear please shoes, wear shoes you wouldn't go running in to perform. Um, so but and honestly, that that work broke me down oh, wow. it was and and that's why the pandemic was a really wonderful thing for me because it's like a clean slate it forced me to pivot forced me to think about you know what i wanted to be doing or at least for that part of yeah. time <laughs> and drops. when i gave notice and, and hung up that hat and i actually started trimming down the lessons i was teaching i was still teaching at a um, school in alameda but virtually which was the worst yeah. you know I mean, teaching lessons virtually can work yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're working with people who want to be singing. And if you have 250 megabits of internet. I mean, that, that too, you know. <laughs> um, so right when I said, I'm not doing that job anymore, a blessing came into my life in the form of one of the jobs I still do to this day. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm a game show host during the I week. I did not know that. I did not know that. That's not on your Jefferson Berge Instagram. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> Sometimes it creeps in. It might, well, yeah, it wow, might be. Wow, this is an awesome news. So I am a virtual game show host for a company called The Go Game, which also is called Weave. Now, what? The Go Game used to do, well, they still do. They're, they're, they're back out there again corporate team building exercises right, yeah very popular like airbnb experiences that kind of vibe right? kind of i mean we're <laughs> hired to go to buy companies to set up like scavenger hunts in nice. like big cities Fantastic. and people have to go and take videos and photos and load them up to this app and then when they return after the scavenger hunt is over um the host that's there does a big live presentation wow. where they go through pictures and videos and all that so when the pandemic hit, they had to pivot like everybody else. They created their own gaming platform. High tech yeah. shit here, all right? And they started offering game shows um, with live hosts. And it was because of body storytelling, Dixie, um, that I got the gig because one of the hosts, a guy named Michael, who's become one of my closest friends, I love him dearly, he said to Dixie, he's like, we're looking for more hosts, but we can't, we can't keep up with all the work that we're getting. Do you know anyone that would be a good game show host? And she's like, uh, yeah, Jefferson Berge will be. <laughs> and so, uh, he, so it went from there. And actually, uh, it's been two years now that I've been doing it. And it went from wow. game shows to a murder mystery train wow. where I am a surly bartender, uh, I have a backdrop with like booze behind me and everything. There's a space escape mission to Mars and I'm wearing a jumpsuit and I'm, you know, I have all my lights are set up oh God, for like a whole immersive, dude, 100%. <laughs> everything I've ever done until this point, it's just got me ready to be a game show host. Do you have a game show host voice as well? That you, I mean, I guess different characters, right? So I mean, that. have have you not talked to me before? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a game show host like all day, every day, you know? So I get to make fun of people for a living, oh you know, and I, I, I can, you know, I'm roasting people. It's all improv. I mean, it's, it's glorious. And I do it all from my studio, all from my oh, bun house fantastic. in my backyard. So the pandemic, 
it was shitty. It was horrible. Yeah, it was all yeah. the things. But it forced me to learn how to live stream. It forced me to um, – it allowed me to get rid of some work that I didn't want to be yeah, doing. And and the universe brought me other work that ended up being really Fantastic. great. And I did a lot of virtual performances for other companies too, you know. So, wow. And it led to us – eventually buying a house which is yeah one which, of the most fulfilling life milestones i mean here i mean your place is fantastic yeah, lucky to have it as i well. mean and the fact that it's my birthday today i mean i'm just so <laughs> thrilled that you put on this tuxedo with the tails you look great <laughs> all right and i'm sorry if it's a little unnerving that i'm wearing just a diaper and this bonnet it's fine. It's um, but fine. this I is a birthday suit this so is how i celebrate almost, my birthday yeah, every year i uh I, I i go back to my roots <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you hand me my pacifier? <laughs> Great, thank you. That's better. Okay. So it's safe to say you adjusted, you've adjusted well um, post pandemic as well. Like you've changed quite a lot of things. Would you say you've changed a lot of things from before times as mm. well? Like about your lifestyle, going out, things like that. I mean, you've done, you're doing the resident shows again, right? So yes and no. In fact, uh, I am coming close to my last show at Scopo Divino. Coming up. Will the Bergy Burger still remain? Yeah. So here's the thing is before during the pan before the pandemic, before times, in the before times, <laughs> um, I was there every Monday, right? And um once the pandemic started and I started to figure out streaming, I yeah. was still doing it every single Monday, representing Scopa Divino, hawking that Bergy burger as much as I could. SFNU, right? Um, I'm right in saying Scopo. Scopa Divino is yeah, it's a it's a wine bar. Yeah. Um, I guess technically it's a music venue because if you have music in mm -hmm. there, I guess mm -hmm. it becomes a music venue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this room is a music venue. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, and I started streaming every week and learning more about the tech as I was going along and struggling, you know, mm -hmm. but it was really good learning process for me. And then after <coughs> the pandemic ended, we decided to go to once a month there um because the show had changed during the pandemic like yeah, i was course, yeah. looping and and doing video stuff and having segments and transitions wow. and like it was it became something um it just started to grow um and so i was doing it every week and actually i kind of i stopped doing it uh, about a month and a half maybe two months ago because it got to the point where it felt kind of old hat to me mm. it felt like i was doing the same kind of uh song and dance routine yeah you know shaking like my cup for, yeah. for for change yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know and i was using this my set music app which i'm not sure if you're familiar with no, no, okay my set music is an app and actually i've been using this at one of my steady friday gigs in uh north beach at belcora mm -hmm. during the pandemic the chef brought the burgie burger to belcora because they needed to kind of revitalize their kitchen and they were really struggling <laughs> And the burger blew up there. People, wow. he was just selling them out the window of of the the wine bar, and the chef said, "He's like, well, you should come over here and play. You should, you should come set up. I'm selling burger burgers. Why aren't you playing?" <laughs> this is exactly what he sounds like, by the way. Hey, bud. <laughs> hey, you play outside as well, right? You play outside. It's in outside in a park lit. Yeah. So for now, two and a half years. Wow. Um, if if I'm not on a big gig on a Friday for a corporate gig or wedding gig, I'm at Belcora. Um, you know, so it varies as far as they're very flexible with me, which is really nice. But that show is all request. 
all covers. It's I'm negotiating covers the entire time. So I'm a game show host the entire three hours that I'm there. Every table has a QR code. Wow. And if you hit that QR wow. code, it's, it leads you to My Set Music, which then you can peruse through the five or 600 cover songs that I know. And on the spot, I'm looping, mashing them up, building. Nice. It's all it's all interactive. Sure, yeah. I have, it's nice to have that predefined list as well, right? Uh, Not just random. Well, like. then people do challenge me. <laughs> oh, and shit. if And I, this is why I have all my buzzer noises and bells and whistles and sound effects <laughs> sitting next to me. Because nice. I will buzz people. They'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. you know, I say to people, like, you know, it, I don't yuck anyone's yum, okay? But I just will tell you that Sweet Caroline, <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama, Hotel California, and Brown Eye Girl, and then I buzz, are off the table, everybody. <laughs> they are just too expensive for me to play. If you want to give me $500, I'll play Hotel California right now. But otherwise, let's 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 work with. There's a lot of songs in the world, everybody. There's a lot of songs. Yeah. yeah let's yeah. let's let's get interesting. Or I'll just. If, if no one's participating, I'll just be like, sir, can you give me a letter of the alphabet? And they'll say J. I'll go, okay, J. And I'll look through my repertoire and I'm like, I'm like, do you, I'm like, do you prefer the Rolling Stones or David Bowie? And he'll say, Rolling Stones. And I'll just play Jumpin' Jack Flash, nice. you know? So, so yeah. it, it allows me to do that. But the live stream started to become more of that, mm -hmm. which was kind of preventing me from being creative yeah. and really doing things. I just wanted... I have this problem. I just want to please everybody. Mm -hmm. And so many of the shows that I've been doing in 2022 have just been people pleaser shows right. and not creatively fulfilling shows. Yeah. It's nice to have a balance there. Right? So, and that's part of the decision to move on from Scopo Divino is I'd like to be playing more house concerts, small rooms mm -hmm. for a listening audience that I can get weird and, and yeah. do my thing without worrying about that table eating oysters mm -hmm. being, you know, talking about their finances you yeah, know yeah, yeah. like i'm i i just got to a point where i'm like it's 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 like it's squeezing my soul yeah. every time i do it yeah, you need something nourishing like to yeah and creative outlet love scopo all the respect for yeah. that opportunity <clears throat> in fact what's the date i should give the date because that's what we're doing the date that i'm going to be doing that last scopo divino show is monday december 5th nice next week Yes, next week, especially <laughs> since today is my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm Forrest Guest, station engineer, and you're listening to BFF.FM. Oh, the cable's fucked up. Yeah, and then, you know, just looking for more opportunities to do my thing. You know, earlier this year, I got the call to open up for Jazz Mafia in... Sweet at Sweetwater in oh, Marin. Um, brilliant venue. Well, Adam Theus, the trombone player, the the king of, the, the kingpin of the jazz mafia, knows about my love for jam band stuff and Grateful mm -hmm. Dead and Fish mm -hmm. and all that. So, so I would feature with them before doing their Grateful Brass stuff, which is all Grateful Dead music that's all played by brass instruments. Nice. No guitars. Oh, wow. Um, so he, I got the call to open up for him or open up for Jazz Mafia, and then feature with them that night at Sweetwater. And it was the first time I had like been really live looping in a real venue. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why am I not doing this? Mm -hmm. Why am I not doing this? Why am I not giving myself enough credit to go, I should be playing my music in front yeah. of people who were going to see original live music? It like just, just didn't, 
Yeah. I was so focused on Entrenched in the, making uh, money yeah, and yeah, being yeah. a game show host and being a wedding singer and being all these other things that I kind of forgot that I was supposed to be doing my art as well, mm-hmm. which still feels a little icky when I say it. My art. <laughs> I am an artist. Were you quite creative during the, you know, like, I mean, I don't I keep going back lot. to the lockdown, but you have a lot of songs in the, in wrote, the vault, I as wrote, it were. I wrote a the Bergy vault. Yeah, we should we should also mention the the Bergie Burger yeah. and the origins of it because you know just mentioning it in passing and then people are like what, what is the Bergie Burger? Fuck is a Bergie Burger? Where did, it so start? did you create the the ingredients for this? I got nothing to do with it. I'm okay. just the jackass he named it after. But so, you were a cook at one point, right? No, I worked in the restaurant industry for yeah. almost 20 years, but okay. I was a you know a jaded waiter. I wasn't. Okay. Um, so the when I was doing this the every week show um, at Scopo Divino for my 100th show. The chef surprised me and said, to celebrate your 100th show, I've created this burger. We're calling it the Bergie (laughs) Burger. It's going to be a special when you play here. Which, you know, having a Jewish mother, okay. um, Nothing makes a Jewish mother more happy than to have a child have a sandwich named after them, okay. (laughs) But you've made it in life. And, you know, my family, like a cheeseburger is like my comfort food. Yeah. Like a cheeseburger that if I if you are what you eat, yeah, you are yeah. looking at a cheeseburger yeah. sorry, with a beard. <laughs> um, so he put it on the menu or they put it as a special. And every week it was an option and people fucking loved really? it. I mean, it's Can you like tell us what's in it. It's it's a burger. There's the, there's no fancy deconstructed San Francisco. We're going to waft the smell of cheese into your face and then put a patty on one side of the room and you have to go get your find your tomato. No, it's just a really solid Basic. cheeseburger. It's like it's but it's like the combination of the of the spices and the seasoning that mm. he uses that just makes yeah. it dreamy. Nice. Um, and in fact, during the pandemic, he used to bring it to me every monday oh. after my live stream oh that's why so he'd finish working and he'd bring a couple burgy burgers over to sivan and i to wow. eat after did the he live in over. oakland or because he's yeah I he mean, lived like okay. right right okay. down the street so he didn't just drive across the no, bay no, 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 with no, a... no. so the burger <laughs> uh became so popular during my shows that people would come in when i wasn't playing and be like where's the burger wow and tim um who owns scopa divino <laughs> really didn't want the burger to be a thing. He's running a wine bar. He didn't want. He <laughs> like, why is everyone coming and asking about a they burger? They necessarily compliment each other. Burgers and wine. I mean, a glass, of, <laughs> a nice glass, of, a nice glass of cab, a nice, nice merlot. Listen to me, nice merlot. <laughs> this is why I'm not. This is why. I, this is why I, I got out of the restaurant industry. I'm like, I don't care. It's, it's good. Drink it. Um, but so reluctantly. He put it on the menu, and I'm pretty sure still to this day, it's the highest selling item no, on the menu. Goodness, that's amazing. So then, uh, you know, we brought it to Belcora. So I'd be playing my Friday shows, and people are eating Bergie burgers. Um, chef decided to pull it out of Belcora after a while. <laughs> there was a little kind of quality control issues <laughs> with try- trying to do it in both places. Um, but it won Best of the Bay in 2020. Oh, my goodness. Then it won Best of the Bay in 2021. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. And then. It just won Best of the Bay 2022. So three years in a row, it won. Wow. It's just an online poll, but it's, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. still. And it has its own hashtag as well. B-E-R-G-E-Y Burger. Go and check it, it out. That's and it. Follow, I the, think, follow the feed. I, I think I brought you. Yeah. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> Here, I brought you a new 
Oh, this one's bent because it was in my pocket. But I'm going to give you a new limited edition hologram Burgie Burger sticker. Uh, Ta-da! Thank you. It was warm, too, just like the burger sitting in my pocket. Without the bread fit in the middle. Yeah, wow. none of that. It's just dripping with cheese. It's just gooey nice. and delicious. Okay. And just, it's it's good. So, so yeah. So the burger, the burger lives on. Burger lives on. Um, Go and get one. Scope and you know, it's Chef's Burger, so he can do what he wants with it. You know, you yeah. never know. Someday there could be a brick and mortar uh, restaurant on this side of the bay that sells burger burgers. Food truck. Just that would around. be cool too. Uh, don't involve me though. Like. <laughs> Uh, I trust you him. Give up the name rights. Well, we'll, we'll work that part out. <laughs> as long as they play your music while people are I don't even served. need that. I don't even need that. <laughs> I don't even need that at all. In fact, I, I wrote a song about the Burger Burger called Eat Me. Maybe I'll play that today. <laughs> Maybe I'll play that, that, that song today because it's Please definitely do. never been played here before. Why don't we play a song? You want to hear a song? Let's do a song. I think I, I really want to hear you live. Are you doing, are you doing some originals as well? I'm going to do all originals yes. today. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do we'll do a live song before we do some uh, playlist songs. Okay. We? Which we're doing a, a spooky vibe playlist for you all today. Creepy. This is, by the way, uh, Jefferson's first appearance on BFF, but he's been on the Hangover sessions at least I think three times before. You know, it's time. weird that you abbreviated "big fat, big fat fuck." It's strange. <laughs> it's a great Ween song. Big fat fucks forever. Feel like a big fat fuck. <laughs> big fat fuck. <laughs> My wife will enjoy that. I reference that. She's <laughs> a huge Ween fan. Nice. What am I, the Grateful Dead, forgetting to tune before we got on it's stage? It's okay. It's okay. It gives it more texture, the show. It means it's real. This is Jefferson Bergie live, everybody. Very grateful to have him back. Happy Especially here in the barn. Be back. Hmm. I'm going to play a couple tunes from the Another Balloon EP, which uh, I released yeah. earlier this year. Uh, that... Um, I recorded with the wizard that is Gowan Matthews, um, who played a lot of the instruments and did a lot of the computer magic-y stuff. Nice. Um, and it's the first time I'm ever playing this song without the aid of any loops or anything else. So this is the most bare-boned version of this song that I've ever done, and it is the title track. Um, and it is about uh, traditions that I have with some, some friends. Mm where you go and see your favorite band once a year and uh, you think about how um, lucky you are to have those kind of experiences. Yeah. And it's also about um, <clears throat> nitrous. I might be spun but that was one of the best shows we have ever seen You know what I mean, it was like a dream the way we planned I can't say when we'll do it again, I hope that it's really soon Maybe not the fall, can't see them all, we'll catch one we can once a year we come out here along with the extended fam to just spend a weekend in the Colorado sun No longer young, we can still have fun We're lucky for every chance we get Labor Day, 
We fly away feeling like we won Let's get one more before we go We didn't come all the way out here Just to say no Is it too soon To wait in line for another balloon Is it too soon Not ready to go out to the room Will you wait with me Sit beneath that tree and look at the moon. This'll all be over soon. I'll get another balloon. I'll get another balloon. Check again. I don't have your pen. See, look, it's right there in your hand. Are you okay? Put your phone away and look around. Follow the sound over there on the mound. Let me see that set list once again. Yeah, I called you a noob when you said first tube. It was really sad. Don't maze my Bowie. Let's get one more before we go Didn't come all the way out here Just to say no Is it too soon To wait in line for another balloon Is it too soon Not ready to go back to the room Will you wait That tree and look in the moon. This'll all be over soon. I'll get another balloon. I'll get another balloon. Is it too soon? Swim in line for another balloon. I don't think that's a good idea Is it too soon? I don't think that's a good idea If we don't go now, I don't know how We're gonna get back to the hotel If we don't go now, I don't know how We're gonna get back to the hotel Two for twenty, two for twenty, two for twenty, no deals. Two for twenty? Should be like four for twenty, man. That guy's ripping you off. Let's go over there. There, there, that guy.
guess we didn't lose our minds my friend my friend i hope this happens once again two for twenty no deals <laughs> wondrous wondrous you jefferson know. used all his own sound effects during that song from his own mouth so that one <laughs> that's it's a really bizarre song to i felt like i didn't have that much to do because usually my feet are tap dancing <laughs> around all my pedals and loop stations and shit and that one you know obviously i'm biased a but a whole I, range of things going on there I, it's a rewarding so listen yeah. it's a rewarding listen if you check it out because it um it does feel like you're a bit on the laughing gas about halfway through that's so fantastic yeah. Fantastic song. So that is the title track mm -hmm. of your uh, new or latest EP, which yeah, came out in May. Right? It's, a strange, track. it's a strange thing to be like, yeah, it's a, here's the title track's about nitrous, everybody. <laughs> Dear Lord, I live a weird life. Very popular in certain circles, this nitrous. Nitrous? Yeah. Let me ask you this. Was there any nitrous? So I, we ran into each other at the LCD Sound System yes. show a few months back. Um, were there, was there nitrous outside of it after? There was no, there was no nitrous. Okay. No, I did not. No. Um, I, I'm asking that because we left early. <gasps> I know. What happened? We didn't have a good time. Oh, no, you weren't jamming. You weren't enjoying it? Was it? So you I, were sitting upstairs, right? We were. So um, that was probably part of it. The sound was really harsh up there. Yeah. It was. If it's not good. Well, yeah. do you remember the like the DJ music before the show even began? Mm -hmm. It was really abrasive. Really? It was really, really? abrasive up wow. there. Wow. Interesting. And also, it was Tuesday. This is true. We had just seen a, a show and ate a bunch of mushrooms like three days before that. Uh, we went to JRAD at, at Stanford and it was wonderful. So we weren't exactly in like the let's rage, it's a Tuesday. Yeah. Sivan yeah. didn't know their music. And so I tried to explain to her, I said, it's like it's like punk disco. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I'm like, it's vibey, it's fun. And I'd seen LCD Sound System mm -hmm. a couple of times, Lollapalooza, like way wow. back in the day, yeah. you know, and I had a great time. So there were sound issues. There sound was is a big deal. I've seen Vampire Weekend there, and they were not good at all. Interesting, right? All. Hey, listen, everyone's human. Yeah. You know. Well, apparently James Murphy the next night. Did you go the next night too? No. no just the the next night he said on stage, he goes, "I want to apologize. Last night was was we had a uh, whole bunch of problems and and uh, and it didn't sound right. And you know, interesting. So you went the like, second night. No, and that's okay. the point. Is like he apologized to the wrong people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he apologized. Like we only found out because another friend of ours went. It was like, yeah, oh, he yeah. apologized for last night. Wow, so hardcore fans. Well, you do that with fish shows, right? You go like a few nights. Do you? Is oh, that what you I do? I go as many nights as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm always fascinated by that. Like, I, I've never I, done that myself. I haven't seen them as many times as a lot of people out there. I'm mm -hmm. just, I've, I'm, I know, I'm my 100th show was right before the pandemic happened. Yeah. My wife surprised me for my 40th birthday with tickets to see them in Mexico. Fantastic. With yeah. my one of my best friends who that song is kind of about, mm -hmm, actually. Mm -hmm. The guy who is checking his set list and doesn't know where his pen is and it's in his hand. Um, <laughs> which could be me at all of those shows too, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still chase that band around. Yeah. But I, I have not been more pumped up about a band than I am right now about the first band that's on oh, the list that segue. I gave you. I love that segue. Because I am obsessed with King Gizzard 
and the Lizard Wizard right now. Obsessed. You had the opportune moment to go and see them at I, the Greek. I saw them I at the Greek, and I saw Never them at Bimbos earlier this nice. year as well. Dude. What's the jam? What's the what's the story? There's no. Well, I was exposed to them a couple of years ago, but they are. Have you heard much of the music? I haven't. I, ha- I literally listened to this song and I was like, this is not what I expected. It, exactly. They're going to be a bit like Grateful Dead. No. Grateful Dead. No, they're not dude. at all. Okay, so King Gizzard, they call them like genre fluid. Right. They have albums that sound that are thrash metal. They have wow. like psychedelic rock albums. Yeah. They have really like hush acoustic y kind of like Bell and Sebastian kind of albums. Mm-hmm. Um, they. They're so prolific. They've, I don't understand how, they've only been a band for like, I don't know, 12, 13 years. They've put out like almost 20 studio albums in the past 10 years. Wow. Alex, they they released three albums in October. (laughs) Three. (laughs) How'd you even do that with like, you know? Look at, I mean, it is, but beyond that, they're incredibly tight. They're goofy. They're fun. Yeah. And all of their shows are different. Wow. So how this many, is how many of them are there? Uh, there used to be seven. There used to be yeah, two yeah. drummers, it's and now there's just down. six because the original drummer left the group to focus on their record label that puts out all their music wow. because collecting their vinyl oh. is like a big deal. People are freaking out because they don't play the same show twice either. Mm-hmm. In fact, Stu, the one of the lead dudes in the band, one of the lead maniac in mm-hmm. the group, um, uses Setlist FM to check set lists to make sure that wherever they're going, they're not playing any of the same songs they played the wow. last time they were there. But and they also do the songs differently, right? Each time, as I understand it. I mean, they're, they they jam, they yeah. do improvise, they and they do that self, self-referential self thing that I love about Frank Zappa, where you, you would hear a Zappa live concert and you hear one of the musicians playing parts of another song. Wow. You know? So they're, they're just absolutely incredible. And just like anything else, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I decided to put together a list of creepy songs today, um, I thought, mm, let's, what creepy, now listen, there, there's so many creepy King Gizzard songs. They have a, like a whole thrash metal album wow. called, um, well, there's Murder of the Universe. That's How many what, albums do they have? Like, like 50, 20, <laughs> like so many, so many, like, wow. just, it, it, I mean, I think in 2017, they released five albums, something like that. And a lot of the albums have like themes that like return. Uh, it's yeah. I mean, if you just scroll through there, it is bonkers. Live in San Francisco, as well. bonkers. Oh, where are they from? Australia. Australia. Wow. They are, man. I it, it, honestly, if it if I had the option right now, I would go on King Gizzard tour before I would go on Fish tour. Wow, it's a big. That's I love a, their names as well, like the. <laughs> The, oh, the like titles of their Polly Wanna Gonna Land. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. Is this? Are you a fan of all their all their different? No, like... no, I'm not <laughs> a fan of all of it. No, and they that's the glorious face. thing. I think wow. we might have talked about this before when I've been doing this with you, but um, I love artists that are so prolific that you can uh, despise as much of their music as yeah. you do love it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you know, we have talked about like you know Zappa and Tom Waits and uh, you know Bob Dylan. Like there's so much great stuff. Mm-hmm. David Bowie's not a good example, mm-hmm. but you got to find your pocket yeah, of, yeah. of records that you really like. So, so when so they do an album, do they do different types of music on the album, or is it normally like a theme of music that they? Both, I this think. Is like blowing my mind. Right I like now. um like the album that this 
this one comes off of? It's just like Omnium Gathering, yeah. I think. Something I like gather that. Room. Om- Omnium Gatherum. Yeah, this was it's a double album they released, I think, early this year. And it's all songs that they hadn't put on an album yet Wow. that they recorded basically in quarantine. I mean, yeah. they all have like access to like Pro Tools and they use like spreadsheets for lyrics that they all share wow. and stuff. So it seems like an incredibly collaborative group. Awesome. And they're obviously really great friends because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way you can create this much music no, no, so no. fast. I mean, I wonder if they will live together. I feel like they must live in a house. Like right a, now like they live on house. the road, man. Yeah. They are just, they're just, they're just on the just road. They played like five or six different shows out here in California when they were out here. And I heard some super nerds calling it the Northern California Giz Fest. Wow. <laughs> People are losing their shit over yeah. this band and I'm one of them. Wow, one of the albums, Ice Death, Mushroom, Lava, something like that. I don't, I can't remember what the name of the, the record is. Every one of those tunes is based on a different mode, uh, different scale mode. Ice, death, planets, lungs, mushrooms, and lava. Lava, yeah. Yeah, so Ionian, Dorian, Phrygian, uh, Locrian, Mixolydian. Some of their songs, 13 minutes long. Oh, yeah. 13 and a half minutes. We've got a 10-minute wonder. I mean, they, well. this, the uh, record that came out a few weeks after that one is called uh, Laminated Denim, and that's two 15-minute songs. Yeah, it seems like their average song length is around eight minutes then there are records where they have three-minute yeah, songs. they've got some pop songs. They're just incredible. They are just incredible, and it's not for everyone, and it's and it, it scratches the itch of a lot of different types of music that I like. Nice. Um, we can't, so you're going to do Sadie Sorceress. Sadie Sorceress. Followed swiftly by someone else you just mentioned, Frank Zappa yep. and uh, Titties and Beer. Titties and Beer. Titties and Beer. Actually, it's funny. It's it's more fun when you say it. Say it again. Titties, titties. and Beer. Titties and Beer. <laughs> I love it. Titties and Beer, Titties and Beer. Um, have you heard that song before? I have not heard that song, no. But I did listen to it earlier. I was like, wow, this is wild. I, I, listen, I was giving it a preview. Mm-hmm. So the, the great thing about that is, first of all, Frank Zappa, may he rest in yeah. peace. What a, God, what a maniac that guy was. Yeah. He would love King Gizzard if he was still alive. Um, but it's a perfect example of tight musicianship. Like, it grooves, like, really hard. And there's a form to it, but then it opens up into that whole dialogue. Well, listen, how many songs can you name about deals with the devil? Uh, I feel like not many. Sympathy for the Devil is the only one I spring to mind, but that's not really about deal. That's not even one I was yeah. thinking of. So I was thinking about so Robert Johnson, The Crossroads, right? right? Um, devil Went Down to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tenacious D, tribute, <laughs> right? Tribute. Um, <laughs> This is my favorite song about a deal with the devil because the person making the deal with the devil wants to because all he wants is his titties and beer. And you look at this and you're like, oh, this sounds kind of misogynistic and everything. But if you listen to the song, the woman in the song tells them all to fuck off at the end. (laughs) So it's great. And and just the improv between Frank and Terry Bazio. So the guy doing the crazy voice, that's the drummer. Um, And like the whole fact that they are doing a form like they're actually doing a script but still improvising in the middle of it and then like frank takes a note from the audience it's like someone's looking for their brother it's either bean or bear i can't tell find bean or bear anyway moving on so the devil said you know frank zappa was like one of my favorite mcs of all time he could he could just talk to a crowd 
just comfortably yeah. matter of fact 100% himself that's he's 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 my number one guy as uh, far as the, the way he would interact with the crowd talking nice. so you saw yeah. him did you see him live did you have the opportunity? no he died in 92 yeah. or 93 i was 12 yeah. or 13 so it would take another 6 or 7 years before i was yeah, even exposed yeah. to his music yeah but I have seen Dweezil a bunch, and I'm telling you, man, Dweezil Zappa, whoo, does he honor that music to nice. a T? Oh, way, oh, way. This is Deucey Clips. I'm chilling with DJ Webbles. This is the Hangover Sessions, BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. Yeah. Yeah, so it's even funnier that I picked this one because it's like hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So this, so Dweezil is his son. Dweezil is Frank Zappa's son. Who, Not forgetting Moon Unit as well. So there's uh, there's Ahmed, Dweezil, Moon Unit, and Diva. Wow, is the youngest one. They don't all get get along. But Dweezil is the one carrying the torch of his okay. dad's music, and he will tour and do like um, a specific album. And uh, we, we that's a show that I will cancel or pull out of a corporate gig or wedding gig to make sure i go and see see, because it is it's a spectacle it's so great all right let's get these on sadie sorceress king gizzard and the lizard wizard and then of course titties and beer titties by frank (laughs) zappa here we go Say you so sorry. Say you so sorry. Say you so sorry. 
Frank, please do me a favor. I can't find a brother of mine. I could dig it if you could call him from stage. His name is Dirty Tom Nomads MC. Signed, thanks. Bear or Bean? I can't tell. Well, if he's out there, Dirty Tony De La Nomads MC. Get in touch with Bean or Bear. And as I was saying, Devil, I'm an average sort of a person. I'm, you wouldn't believe it, but I'm very much like the people here in this audience tonight. I think we definitely have something in common. Wait a minute, I thought you had funny things growing in your hair and all that other shit. I thought, right, weird music, you know, I thought listen, biker and everything, I mean, shit, you listen know, big carefully. titty chick that you just had out here with listen the camera. Listen carefully to me, you know. old devil. Uh-huh. I am only interested in two things. Yeah. See if you can guess what they are. I would think, uh, let's see, maybe, uh, well, I'll Stravinsky give you, I'll give you and, two clues. Uh, let's see, uh, Let go of your pickle. What? Let go of your pickle. I'm not holding my pickle. Well, who's holding your pickle then? I don't know. <laughs> She's at an audience. Hey, Dale, would you like to come up here and hold my pickle to satisfy this weird man out here on the stage? You're probably wondering why we call it a pickle. Oh, I, don't, I, hate, I hate to squeal on you, Bozio. I mean, devil. But look, I'm only interested in two things. Oh, wait a minute. All I have to say is, God help me, even though I have this, this fucking mask on. <laughs> Listen, if you think that mask looks bad, you ought to see his pickle. I'm only interested in two things, and that's titties and beer, you know what I mean? What? Titties yeah. and beer? Titties and beer, 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 titties and beer. No, don't sign it. Give me time to think. I mean, hold on a second, boy, because that's magic in Devil let go of pickle, and out come my girl. They heard the titties plop. All around the world, she said, I got me three beers and a fistful of downs, and I'm gonna get ripped, so fuck you clowns. Then she gave us the finger, it was rigid and stiff. That's when the devil, he farted, and she went right over the cliff. Whoa, tinsel time. Well, the devil was mad, I took off to my pad. I swear I do declare, how did you get back there? I swear I do declare, how did you get back there? I swear I do declare, how did you get back there? I swear I do declare, how did you get back there? I do declare, how did you get back there? I swear I do declare. Alright. I that's enough of the devil and his famous pickle. We're going to make another dramatic, if if somewhat rickety segue into another song called Cruising for Burgers. Wait a minute. That was, that was fantastic. That was a trip. Yeah. Frank Zappa, and then we had uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which is supposedly supposed to be complicated to say, but... One of the greatest band names, I would say, around. One of the, the best. There's a lot of good stuff coming out of Australia. Pa the Parcels, you ever familiar with the Parcels? 
parcels. Like funky. Are they from out there too? They are from out there too. Interesting. I have good some friends who have been who've been checking them out and yeah. say that they're really good. And so Very different the, from these guys. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in fact, I had friends who saw parcels and said it was it, that that parts of it reminded them of Queen. Parts yeah. of it reminded them of like MGMT. Parts of it. Like they said, they had a really good time at that show. Yeah, that was a show I didn't enjoy at the Fox because we never got settled. We always do standing at the Fox, mm. and we just couldn't find a spot. And this was the first big show we went to after the pandemic, ah. so we were wearing masks, and it was and like you're all it was just on weird. edge, yeah, yeah. And trying to avoid people and stuff. You can't do that at a I, show. I will say for the f- it's it's in- it's been interesting this year because I we I was really looking forward to that LCD LCD sound yeah. system show and was kind of underwhelmed and then a couple weeks later we had tickets to see gorillas at the chase center Mm -hmm. and both of us again it was like a wednesday for that one and we're like all right we have tickets to this let's go let's see blew our minds it was incredible there's a lot of animation going on as well like the visuals right imagine are pretty good yes and we were way way up high in there which and if that place is steep it's Mm -hmm. scary steep not and all shows work there. I saw the Black Keys there. Not good. Oh, I can imagine. And Black, they're good, but like, Black I need to Keys see them in a should not be playing in places that yeah, big. No, it doesn't it make was, any sense was, to me, yeah. you know? Um, but for that show, fantastic. I mean, the the, the way they, they sync up those videos, I mean, they're obviously playing to a click, um, but every video, I mean, you know the thing about the gorillas. It's mm-hmm. like this fake band. Yeah, it's like this yeah. fake. So all the characters are the same, mm-hmm. but the type of... Uh, animation or medium for the videos changes from video to video. So you're seeing the same characters but different types of videos. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Blew us away. I was so shocked at how good that show was. Have you ever been to a Massive Attack show? No. Wow. Like that is different from gorillas but you like see all these messages like in scrolling marquees coming up on the screen huh it gets very dark and deep quickly and you're like okay i'm locked in yeah i'm locked in. i'm just gonna stand and watch this the whole time and you're listening to the show and you're watching all these messages come up on the screen and just all these awesome facts about the world and it's wow. like a zeitgeist experience you know where you're like finding out it's, it's I recommend going sounds to see like, them. Sounds like VH1 pop-up video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is something else. Like, it's, yeah. Okay. I'll I take wouldn't say it's, like, necessarily feel good. You don't leave the leave the room going, oh, I feel so much better about the world. But you just feel like you've learned a lot. Well, well. That sounds like people's reaction to the Roger, Roger Waters tour that's, <laughs> that's going on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a very divisive guy. And apparently, one of my friends wow, from Chicago yeah. went and saw it. Seriously, yeah. And he's like, um, he's like, well, the Roger Waters show was something. <laughs> Uh, he's like, I didn't. Ex- he's like, I, he's like, I like the music of Pink Floyd, but I don't want to be reading Donald Trump tweets yeah. the entire time yeah, yeah, while yeah. watching it. And yeah, he's you know. definitely caught up in in that old Roger Waters. He's not afraid to question. I, you know, the status quo. I give him credit for that, though. Yeah. I mean, no, I he that. makes. I've yeah. heard him in multiple interviews, and he makes really great mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. And we are in a very weird spot with our media right now, where yeah. it's so much more about entertainment and choosing sides than it is about delivering news and facts and history mm-hmm. beyond behind w- the things that are happening. Yeah. And it's part of the reason. One of the many reasons why I don't comment on any of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in the Get realm. Lost in a... Well, I'm 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 an entertainer. Right. Like I'm here. I'm I, I I'm I feel like my purpose, mm-hmm. I suppose, is 
to help distract people away from thinking yeah, about exactly. those heavy, huge, yeah. horrible things. I don't write songs that are trying to be everything for everyone. Mm -hmm. That's Target. Go to Target. That's for everyone and everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? But, like, it's the same reason why I hear, like, you know, bands that I used to really enjoy, and now it sounds like they're just writing songs for credit card commercials, mm -hmm. you know? It's like talking about the edge that you two lost. Not, that's very punny that I said it that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They didn't lose. I was, I was like, they okay. technically didn't lose the edge. Uh, <laughs> but like Coldplay yeah. is a good example, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like Rush of Blood to the Head. Fantastic mm -hmm. album. Mm -hmm. And then like the next album is that Fix You album. And I'm like, who is this for? Yeah. Oh, it's for everybody. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So. You know, I, I I would rather write songs about really weird mm -hmm. stuff that isn't that isn't so predictable. Yeah, people need that. People need that. It's just so much. I'm going to say poison. In, I just said it. Poison in the media, and also there's the polarized factor as well, right? Where people just have such polarized opinions, and there's like hardly ever any middle ground. Community radio. All your friends are doing it. 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 Frequencies forever. I don't like that with my music. I'm there to be entertained yeah. and have a good time and hear songs and dance around. Like I, I don't, I don't need, I don't need the musicians to deliver information to me about mm -hmm. that stuff in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, some prefer to, and some that's all they do. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm not an activist. I'm just a jackass. <laughs> Well, let's move on to your next uh, live song. What's oh. this? What's this song about? You have, uh, you well, have a few you're going to play for. Yeah, us, right? I think sticking with the uh, theme of creepy, because uh, that's what we're doing today. I'm doing yeah. creepy stuff. The for first your, for your birthday. Another balloon was pretty creepy today. Actually, <laughs> if someone walked in in the middle of me doing all that. You're like, what is happening in here? I wish um, I had a spare balloon at the time just to add to the effects. I could have brought my own, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> So one of the cool things I, I was uh, part of last year was a benefit for the San Francisco Suicide uh, Prevention Foundation. Um, it's very poignant. Very I don't poignant think I said foundation. the name of them correctly, but uh, I did a performance at Piano Fight that was a live stream, um, and they had, uh, they had comedians and other and drag queens and other they had sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence that were there, and it was a whole big live production. Um, and they raised like eighty thousand wow. dollars online for um, for San Francisco suicide prevention, and there's another uh, facility in Alameda, I believe, but I forgot the name of it because I smoke too much pot. <laughs> um, so I they they called me up and they said, "Will can we commission you to write a fun song about suicide?" Wow. What a premise, man. What a premise. Oh, my goodness. I guess when you get a reputation for writing silly songs about sex for so many years, like I have for body storytelling, it's like, oh, that guy can write a song about wow. death and make it yeah, fun, yeah, about yeah. suicide. So I did. So I did. And this is the song. If anyone I, can. I, Jefferson. I guess. Um, <laughs> song is called We're All Gonna Die. One thing we all have in common Is one day we all have to go Our health will decline to the end of the line To where 
well, the fuck if I know? You never thought life could get worse. And now you're swimming in shit. Stay for the chorus. It's not just for us, but for those who think this is it. It's not. But we're all going to die. Please don't do it by choice. We're all going to die. Don't let the world take your voice. There's too much that you keep inside. There's so much that you still haven't tried. Do not say fuck it and kick your own bucket. Please stay till the end of the ride. Sometimes we feel like a buoy floating alone in the sea. Bobbing around and not anchored down. You don't know where you should be. We don't know what's waiting for us. Heaven or hell, I have doubts. Let's bring you to shore, grab a hold of this oar. Let's find a way to get you out of the sadness. We're all going to die. Please don't do it by choice. We're all going to die. Don't let the world take your voice. There's too much that you keep inside. There's so much that you still haven't tried. Do not say fuck it and kick your own bucket. Please stay till the end of the ride. Maybe your family sucks. Maybe your job blows the most. Maybe you're strung out and maybe you've bottomed down. Maybe you feel like a ghost. I don't think ghosts are that funny. That shit does not make me laugh. So find something silly that wets your willy. Make the most of the time that you have. Masturbate! Why not? You have to be alive to masturbate! For dear Christ's sake! We're all going to die. Please don't do it by choice. We're all going to die. Don't let the world take your voice. There's too much that you keep inside. There's so much that you still haven't tried. Do not say fuck it and kick your own bucket. Please stay till the end of the ride. Don't cause yourself harm. Do not buy the farm. Wanna see you here this time next year. Laugh for your life, all humor aside. This song was too long. I hope nobody died. Please stay till the end of the ride. Don't die. Hey, bro, don't die. That, you hit the nail on the head there, man. That was, I mean, that could not have been an easy song to write as well. But you did it in a true Bergy style and it sounded great. Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, do you know anyone that's committed suicide? 
I do. Mm-hmm. I do. And it was one of the most painful things to go through as a community of friends. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah, it's the you worst. Know? Um, it so, really yeah, in fact, I'm, I should probably record that at some point. Yeah. Just so this is the sfsuicide.org. Is that the right website? I think that's it. That's and San Francisco uh, Suicide f- Prevention. Yeah, that's it. And I think the Felton, I think the Felton Institute yeah. is the other one. Okay. Yep, that's what it is. Okay, you can check out all about this. I'll put it in mm-hmm. the notes as well. But sfsuicide.org is a 24-hour hotline because this is a very serious subject, of course. Yep. Get help. Call 415-781-0500 if you need help. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Yeah. All right, let's carry on with. <laughs> I know, I know, I don't know where to go. I know, more with that. I want to go talk about it more. It's but weird. At the same time. I know it's strange. It's yeah. it's strange, and it's strange to play that song in front of people too. Yeah. Because there's just like there's a heaviness to it, and but there's a lightness to it as well. Yeah. You yeah, know, of course, it's important to. Yeah, I mean, you just it's who the audience is for. Mm-hmm. You know, like how do you? Yeah. Who's the audience there? Like, right. <laughs> that would be my question. Dude, a hundred percent. You know, <laughs> it's hard to frame it in a certain way. You know what? Who you, I mean, I yeah. can see what you're doing in the song and the lyrics. Yeah. And everything, it's, but yeah it's, it's, it's like a tough. light way to be like, Hey, um, you can just, just get, get a little help. Try yeah, some, try, yeah. try some other things. Cause there's also the medical aspect. I mean, the good thing is that the, the, like from uh, as much as we like slag off, like how bad the world is today, politics and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I think mental health is becoming a lot better known. And the understanding of it, like yes. my goodness, everyone's got a condition now and stuff like that, right? Everyone needs a therapist. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot more understood than it was, say, even twenty years ago. Yeah, you know, it's very true. We have like mental health stuff at work now that helps us all through things. You know, with Slack, for example, is a yeah. good example. We have statuses on Slack where it's like, I'm not feeling 100 percent today, and then you huh. know, like when you're writing to someone that you know they're not feeling great, therefore you're not going to expect the same things from them. You know. I should put that in my Slack uh, for the game show hosting that I do. Because <laughs> yeah. right now, if oh you look, if you looked at my my Slack profile on for for Weave in the Go game, it says Jefferson Berge, amateur amateur throat singer. That's what it says. <laughs> wow. This has got nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah. How big are the parties that do these games? So like the, uh, the, it, we can we can we or? can host up to fifteen hundred uh, oh participants at wow. the same time. So that and when we do that, there's obviously you know a whole big roster of hosts, yeah. and so each room has about twenty five people. Mm-hmm. So um, no matter what, I can have games that are as small as four or five people, which is a drag. Um, but with the bigger rooms, when there's a lot of people, it's hilarious um because you're also tapping into like the dynamics of people between each other you know yeah it's like up sheila from accounting is not gonna smile at this (laughs) you know i'm gonna get i'm gonna get to her i'm gonna make her laugh before this game is over (laughs) you know um how how do you find out about this because it sounds like an awesome uh uh weave w-e-v-e dot co okay um or you can find it through the go game um uh, online and yeah, this is a great time too, since it's it's my birthday. Yeah. Actually, I should be saying this since it's my birthday. I'm actually going to be running a game today for my friends and family. Is this for real? Yeah. Oh, for your yeah. birthday. So you're doing it for them. It's, sure, it should be it, the other way around. Well, no, it's 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 a way for me to virtually <laughs> hang uh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. S- with some of my friends and family who from are far, out from of afar. from afar, and I get to make fun of them, and I'm. D- designing the game too, so I'm wow. putting in questions about me to see like oh, who can answer. Yeah. Like, what year was Jefferson's first fish show? That's awesome. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So this is already planned. This is all going ahead mm -hmm. today. My birthday. Wow. Nice. It's my birthday's on a Sunday this year, yeah. which means I get to kick it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Good stuff. Not sing Bruno Mars. Taking the day off. As Taking well. the day off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is also weird. That song I just played really goes over weird at weddings. So um, <laughs> that's yeah. That, but that one's have a, you have you slipped that in there before? We're all it's a good going. way to see if people are listening, right? We're all getting divorced. <laughs> Hope it does not happen soon. <laughs> Everybody sing! <laughs> Come up on stage, you know, Spider Groom. Let's do it. You know what? No, I was when we were talking before about the political stuff and yeah. artists. You know, there are some. I've seen this in, especially around here in the Bay Area, where everyone's so very hyper vigilant with their causes and their things mm -hmm. and everything, which is good and fine and everything. Listen, I support things too. I just don't talk about it that much in public about what I support and where I send money and all those kind of things. But I've seen artists get on stage and before like what's supposed to be a fun show and they're and they're like, before we start playing, I want to acknowledge the fact that we're on stolen land. Yes. You know, I'm like, yeah. okay, man. It's like, okay, acknowledged. Mm -hmm. Can we, can we get on with it now? Mm -hmm. You know? And I thought to myself, what if I started doing that at my shows yeah. and been like, we're on stolen land. The Holocaust was real. Yeah. Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean drinking water. And now it's time for the first dance. Let's have the bride and groom come on up. You know. <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, it's fine. Is it called woke culture? Is that the, is that the term? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Woke culture these days. You know, it's fine. Hey, I, whatever. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just stop cramming it down my throat. Yeah. You know? It's like, their own. it's like when I talk about religion, it's the same thing. Yeah. You can believe in the man in the moon if you want to. Just don't try to get me to buy a ticket to get on your spaceship. Mm -hmm. I'm not it. I just, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do your thing. Are you a fan of Twitter? Do you use Twitter often? Twitter is a cesspool yeah. of, of anger and confusion and yeah, disinformation. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're actually, a I'm, a, I'm, I'm a voyeur. You, you, watch, you watch the... Watch I, the things unfold. I, yeah, I'm a voyeur. Yeah. In fact, Twitter's great for getting like quick news yeah, about things. It's true. Especially um, in your local, even in your local yeah, area, right? Yeah. It's great, <clears throat> but it is toxic as fuck. Yeah. In fact, I've been spending less and less time on social media. I mean, I have to because I'm performing, so mm -hmm. I've got to put up the obligatory Facebook post and the obligatory Instagram post. And mm -hmm. I got on TikTok for like 30 minutes, and I'm like, whoa, boy. Left that left that behind. Oh, well, I, I think I it's... I imagine you do well on TikTok if you're... If I wanted to devote all my time yeah. to making TikTok videos, in fact, that's something I've been struggling with this year is, you know, as a musician and an artist, you know, I have said this to you before, I'm sure that I've always felt like a piglet in a, in a litter of pugs. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm like you guys. Oh, I'm nothing like you guys, you know? So it's always been really hard for me to figure out where, because I don't, I don't have like yeah. a distinct like i don't have but a that's a good thing though surely it is but it's a kind of a lonely thing yeah. you know because i don't know and maybe you could be helpful with this as far as thinking of great artists or people that i could be opening up for mm -hmm. or sharing bills with mm -hmm. because um i i just i look at artists that i do know and i'm like ah my shit would not go well mm -hmm. with with them and i'm done trying to do comedy shows because that's a whole separate thing when i was really trying to do more comedy spots god 
You want to you want to get on the bad side of a comedian. Well. Yeah. Walk into a show with a guitar on your back. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy. Oh, uh, really? Oh, really? comedians do not like musicians Doesn't who depend on who the do comedian. Comedy. Like, y- yeah, well, I think a Bill. Like my one of my favorite comedians is Bill Bailey, for example, and he does. Do have I you ever Bill seen? Bailey? No. I should send you some of his stuff. And he does. He's a an English guy. He's got a very bald head, but he has long hair around <laughs> the baldness. <laughs> And uh, he plays. He's, I got think that, he's, got, he's got that hula skirt yeah, kind just, of hair. Uh, it just suits his personality <laughs> perfectly, and he's just a legend at playing like instruments and making funny noises. Well, like, Tim Minchin, you know, or yeah. Stephen Lynch. Like there are some guys out there that do incredible comedy with yeah. Bo Burnham. Man, Bo Burnham, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, I mean, I remember I was doing a show at the Punchline once, and. Um, a comedian, she said to me, she's like, I, she's like, why don't I see you on many other shows around here? Which was a compliment in itself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, comedians aren't usually really very nice to me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, I, and I'm like, and I just kind of shrugged and she goes, yeah, I, I, I get it. She's like, listen, she's like, with music, everyone knows when to clap. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows when the song is over and that's when you clap um and because of that it's really hard to follow the energy of someone who's playing music Mm -hmm. because you have to bring them back to the response is supposed to be for from the punchlines, not from the big dramatic ending of a song right you Improv shows. Oh. You could do that. You're not not big on those. <sighs> yeah. yeah, you know, improvisation is a huge part of what I do. Let me just say that when I'm playing out, improv is incredibly important to me. Mm-hmm. I, you only, I think, you become a better musician the more you improvise, especially with other musicians as well. But an actual improv show, I mean. <sighs> There's a lot of really bad improv out there, man. <laughs> a lot of it is torturous. Yeah. Um, it's not all whose line is it anyway. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not. And it's just a question of finding the right, the right crew. Finding the right crew. And uh, yeah. And honestly, it's the same reason that I am not starting a rock band right now. I'm in my 40s. Like, that's it's a young man's game, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. And with the improv stuff, it's fun. I would. I've done a lot of it in the past. In fact, one of my greatest teachers was a Second City alum who was in the same classes like Tim Meadows and Andy Dick and Chris mm. Farley and people like that. Um, and he taught me a lot about improvisation. Um, but it's just it's just a whole separate yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But oh, this is a perfect lead up to a, a concert that um, uh uh, one of the kings of improv with music these days is the Loop Daddy, Mark Rebier. Are you familiar? Uh, no, no, no. You will when I show you a video of him. You're <laughs> okay. gonna go, oh, it's that maniac, <laughs> skinny white guy, crazy voice, glasses, like goatee beardish yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Wears like a silk robe, ah. and he's and he is he does live looping where he makes stuff up on the spot, um, and it's incredible and he's hilarious mm-hmm. and he's. It's, he's like Reggie Watts kind of, but yeah, like, yeah. but does more like, it's hard to, it's hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, and his show is like a hundred percent improv, you know? So 
There are guys that are doing that yeah. kind of stuff, and I still like doing it. I just, I don't know if I would devote myself to like. 100% in yeah, yeah, yeah. I like writing songs but you're also trailblazing your own path which is good it's okay to like, <laughs> how lovely for own. you to say to a man sitting here in a diaper and a bonnet <laughs> that I'm trailblazing a path yeah right there into it no no, only the listeners could see uh, oh, hey you're, you're, see it in the you're, Instagram you're sitting on your tails you, you might not get your, your tuxedo's gonna wrinkle <laughs> I wonder why my jacket was tight are we listening to another creepy song we now? are gonna we're gonna do mutilated Whoa, lips mutilated and lips. comfortably numb a cover have you heard that By cover? The bad plus, I listened to it earlier. I gave it a cheeky listen. Did earlier. it make you dizzy? It was uh, it was nice to listen to it. It surprised me. So I put mutilated lips on there because I. Um, it's a nice title, isn't it? What's what gives you more creepy yeah. imagery than mutilated <laughs> yeah. lips? Um, I was listening to it just to just to put it in perspective. I was listening to it while my daughter was eating rainbow Cheerios. Interesting. And I was like, I think I'll put this on my headphones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me shoes so I can tapsy. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So I took a risk. I knew I was taking a risk. Are you familiar with any <laughs> any Ween? I'm not. All? I'm not very familiar with Ween. Ween's an interesting band. They're they're a duo. They've been together since like the late '80s. Um, and their albums got more and more uh, fleshed out and different. Uh, they're another really eclectic band um, that has a very hardcore following. Mm-hmm. My wife is a hardcore Ween fan. Nice. She loves them. Um, and Still every one of their life. albums is very different yeah um and this album comes or this song comes from the the album that's called the mollusk um in fact are you familiar with spongebob squarepants of course okay ocean man do you know that song ocean man make my ball of hell (laughs) it's a great song um it's from this album and the whole album is all ocean songs songs about you know creatures in the ocean and it's a beautiful album. There's a lot of yeah, crazy yeah. stuff going on in 14 there. 14 tracks. And this it's song in particular, you feel like you're underwater. Um, it has that kind of... Uh, uh, it's uh, it's like spooky and eerie and dreamy and has these kind of like rappy... Not like rappy, but like like kind of beat poetry kind of lyrics or, or rhythms. Um, I, love the, I love the album cover for this as well. Isn't I mean, that wild? Super trippy, yeah. Yeah. It's they're, amazing. It's just they're, a they're a, collage. They're a fun band um, with, you know, um, uh, talk about range. I mean, they, yeah. they, have, they, can, they have songs that are so beautiful and so lovely. And then their next song they play is called Let Me Lick Your Pussy. So <laughs> You never know what you're going to you get. You never know what you're going to get. Poop Ship Destroyer is one of their songs. <laughs> Touch My Tutor is another one of their songs. Wait, yeah, did they last play? Do they play alive? They're still? mature. Uh, still, uh... They broke up for a long time. They broke up for many years and then got back together. Um, so they've been back together probably, I don't know, five years or so. They, they, they still regularly tour. Is, the, is Ween a word? Or is it their own made up word? It's is um, it a small version of Wiener. Uh, maybe. Uh, but Wien. they they refer to themselves as Dean Ween and Gene Ween. Interesting. And they had a drummer at once upon a time who was Mean Ween. Um, and they have you'll see they have this signal this or this uh, symbol. It's like a circle with like little spiky. Mm-hmm. I'm not wearing it. I don't have the pin on my hat today. But it's called the Boognish, which is like their god. Um, wow, they've invented their own god. I I love these bands that yeah, have created yeah. these their own immersive yeah, universes. Awesome. Yes. You know, really cool. Um, you know, Ween's one of them. So this is a fun song. Yeah, and then yeah. and then the you, um, comfortably numb the bad, bad plus. plus. Yeah. Uh, so bad plus is a uh, jazz group, um, and a, one of my closest friends hipped me to this because 
Um, Comfortably Numb is a song that no one needs to cover ever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of songs that no one ever needs to cover. Yeah, Did Lenny Kravitz well. need to cover American Woman? Yeah. Absolutely not. I need for, uh, did, Austin Powers. Right. Did, did, did Madonna need to cover American Pie? No, <sighs> absolutely not. There's just a lot of songs up there that just never need to be covered. I would put Comfortably Numb in that category. Yeah. So when he said you have to listen to this cover of Comfortably Numb, I'm like, why, dude? What, what's that's why? Mm-hmm. But their interpretation of it is so breathtakingly theatrical and nuanced and weird. And nice. you look for those little moments in the Pink Floyd song where there's these big triumphant, you know, spots. I don't want to step on what what's going to happen for anyone who's listening. Yeah, yeah. But they make some choices, some artistic choices that are just so clever. And then, you know, this whole song is when you look at the lyrics about, you know, what it's about and kind of just unraveling, um, like medically and mentally kind of unraveling. That's what happens to the piano in the, the last verse. It the piano player, it sounds like the piano player is having a complete mental breakdown. <laughs> It, where he's not even playing with the rest of the band. It's it it is chaotic and it gives you this creepy feeling until it culminates into this huge like two or three measures that sounds like Ben Folds Five for a moment. <laughs> it's just it's it's just it's just it's just so much nice. and it leaves you with this really creepy feeling. So I'm like, this is a really good one to throw on there. So nice. bad plus. Thank you for putting these on. I've never heard of the bad plus before. They have a very interesting about section as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm playing in Barcelona, I think, in the next few weeks. All right, here we go. Lip Mutilated. <laughs> Creepy music coming at you. <laughs> Mutilated Lips and Ween and Comfortably Numb by The Bad Plus. Thank you, Jefferson. Kiss on the wrist of the 
accepting only fresh brine. You can get another drop of this, yeah, you wish. Mutilated lips give a kiss on the wrist of the worm like tips of tentacles expanding in my mind. I'm fine accepting only fresh brine. You can get another drop of this, yeah, you wish. Hello. Not if you can hear me. Is there Just the basic facts. Can you show me where it hurts? There is no pain you are receiving. A distant ship smoke on the horizon. Just a little pinprick. There 
be no more But you may feel a little sick Can we stand up? I do believe it's working Good That'll keep you going for sure Come on It's time to go There is no BFF.FM Best frequencies forever. Mm. Wow. That was uh, that was something else, dude. I just threw up. Mm. You threw up in your own mouth? Oh, it was just so dizzying. It's just so bananas yeah. <laughs> in there. It, it's just... I. Yeah. That was something. It took, took you to another place. What's your favorite... I, I feel um, sorry for you because that entire time I'm like... I'm like David Attenborough, like, observing <laughs> no, the wilds as piano player. <laughs> it's really good. I mean, that's... Uh, do you use SoundCloud? I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you can comment on different parts of the song. So I imagine if that's on SoundCloud, people are like, listen to this bit, man. Yeah. It I, does take on another level. I have a couple of songs on SoundCloud. That's another sort one of those, sort of like, faded away digital graveyards of places, sure, yeah. you know? It's good for DJs. It's good for a certain dynamic of, mm-hmm. of uh, music. Hip-hop artists, too. Yeah. There's a good way for them to... to share tracks and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff I'm just gonna i think that's what like people were talking about with mixtapes right isn't isn't that like wasn't soundcloud a big yeah. area for that yeah 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 what do i know 
It's like yeah. a grandpa. I don't use it. I don't use it anymore. I used to use it for my original podcast, but then they decided that I had too many songs that they tried to tra- from, charge yeah, me. Yeah, they had the whole copyright thing, so like, oh. take it down, take it down now. Oh. And then it was like, you know, swimming up, swimming against the the tide, as it yeah. were. But yeah, that was that was wondrous. Wondrous. To, to use coin a phrase. More wondrous than titties and beer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a cover that you like to, like you feel like you've sort of made your own? Is that, I mean, you do a lot of covers. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Ones I've made my own. Uh, did I ever play uh, For No One on your show before? The I Beatles don't think tune? so, no. I yeah, saw a lot yeah. of your live streams on a Monday. I used to do the Monday night. Yeah, thing, right? I mean... I, it's all fair game to me, you know, yeah. like if I know the song, I will, I, and I know the melody and I can manipulate it, then, then it's one thing, but like, um, when your day breaks, you mind days, you know, I mean, there's, I like taking Beatle tunes that are a little bit less, mm-hmm. um, lesser known, less, I yeah, suppose. I mean, there's no such thing as a lesser known Beatle well, song, a few, you know, like from the anthology and stuff. Like, um, like, what, what's that? Uh, did you watch uh, get back? Dude, enjoy it. Poor Sivan, my poor wife. Because it, it was like, half hours with well, you. it's like, it what was it, eight and a half hours? Yeah, I think it was easily eight. It probably Peter, took us classic twel- Peter Jackson. It probably took us twelve to watch it. Yeah, because I am, so, I'm predictably a huge. The Beatles are my. That was my number one. Yeah. Like that was my number one favorite band. Growing up, I used to have. I might have told. I wouldn't you this say before. that's predictable. I would. I mean, the band you like now. Come on. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, like uh, I had a, I had a Beatles Monopoly game and a Beatles uh, Trivial Trivial Pursuit game, and I had to give them away. Do you know why? <laughs> no one would play them with me. <laughs> Alex, no one, no one, no one would want to. I'm like, get out of here with that, you know. Um, so the yeah, the Beatles were a huge, huge thing for me. Um, so watching that was so amazing. In the the little subtle things about yes, it, like yeah. when they were talking to Ringo about building that stage to emulate the 1964 thing or whatever, and they're taught and they're like l- looking over blueprints, and you hear papers rustling, and mm-hmm. the Ringo's like, oh, 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 he's just like, whatever. In the background, you hear Paul writing, "Let it be." Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the background, yeah. you hear him like trying to figure it out. It's mind blowing. Watching it? Paul sitting there trying to write, "Get back." You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like <laughs> you know, and then George and Ringo just staring at him yeah. as he's doing it in real yeah, time. Yeah. That shit blew my mind. Yeah, but also the subtle things, and this is why I felt so bad for Sivan because I kept on stopping it and being like, "This is why this is interesting." Oh, you gave her the narration. At one point, one of the most fascinating things was watching both John and Paul just like start playing songs from 10 years before. Mm-hmm. Like, what was Alex? And the one just jumps in and starts playing it. Yeah. They don't have iPads in front of them. They're just doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, but at one point, John says to Paul, um, uh, hey, uh, let's let's work on that. How about let's work on that one that we were doing the other day? And it, I think it was Give Me Some Truth. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was Give Me Some Truth. And they, they started kind of playing it. And you know how the, every time they played a different song, Peter Jackson would put the name of the song and mm-hmm. the songwriters underneath it? So, uh, Give Me Some Truth is a John Lennon song, right? 
Paul McCartney was telling him how the song goes. He's like, no, it goes like this. And then it goes to this. But it says, uh, give me some truth, John Lennon. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, Paul McCartney wrote that song with him. Yeah. But still, you yeah. know, I don't know if that's a Yoko Ono thing. Yeah, or like, it, got, it got to a point. I mean, you could, sell, you could tell there was a lot of um, bad atmosphere in the in the room oh, at times. Yeah, but the true. interesting is that was it Billy, the guy that joined them and played the keyboard? Was it Billy? Billy Preston. He he made it happen. Yes. He, if I it wasn't for him, I just got he chills. Was the, he was him. the gel. Yeah, I just got chills yeah. thinking about it. That first day when he came in, and yeah, sat down, yeah. it was just and like they were like, "This is what we need." Because they made all of them suddenly like perk yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, like, we needed an ex a different take on the, our songs. That I need to watch that again. Yeah, it was just <laughs> no, really it's good. One of those. I, you know, you or or you know, poor Sivan. Like when they were doing the rooftop performances, um, and they would hit the one, like the one, the one they would end up using for the record. I'd be like, that's the one. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. it. that's the one. That's the one they used. And she's like, I don't fucking care. Would you shut up <laughs> so we can watch this? You know, but also it's not for everybody watching yeah. that whole thing. Like, do you want to hear 13 versions of I've Got a Feeling? Because if you do. <laughs> well, there's the unnerving thing about them playing on the roof was you suddenly saw the police coming in and the camera angle. Uh -huh. You just saw people like creeping in. And then the yeah. police came. It's like, don't stop this. Song. Yeah. Wait for the song yeah, to end. Start shining. <laughs> so good. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, we are we are running out of time. It always happens when we do shows. I have together. that effect on things. It's uh, it's fantastic though. Thank you so much. It's been a. I mean, it's been a few years, man. Yeah, since man. I, last saw you. I saw you, you in the corner shop. That's the last time I saw you. Thank you for bringing me back in. It's super fun. I always have a good time with you. Um, oh, I should probably talk about that. Uh, yes. Uh, Freestone Peaches. December the fifth. Uh, is this well, the well, Redwood City show? Am I getting these mixed no, up? No, the Sorry. Uh, that last Scopo Divino Risque show is yes. Monday, Monday, December fifth, and then Thursday, and then I'll be at Belcora here and there too in the month of December. Nice. Um, and let's see here. Oh, the twenty second, so Thursday. I December. one of my other things that I do is I sing with a Almond Brothers tribute. I have now for God ten years, I guess, which is crazy. Um, and we are playing a benefit for uh, the Guild Theater for the Rich May Foundation. Um, that is in going to be in Menlo Park, the Guild Theater. Really cool theater. They're doing a lot of big shows there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is Thursday, December 22nd. Just before Christmas. You, just before Christmas. Uh, so that'll be fun. It's the last time you played on the show. It was December 22nd, 2019. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And that was definitely before times. We didn't know what was ahead of us then, did we? We know. Think how much life has changed Fuck. since then. Fuck. You've, you've got married. I got married, got a then. house. You've got a house now. Second dog. Yeah. You didn't die of COVID. No. I, did you I, get COVID? You got COVID once, right? I got it at a Freestone Peaches show Yay. in Auburn, California. <laughs> Splitting the bill with a little feet. Uh, tribute band. Oh my goodness! Did it and, wipe you uh, out? I think one foot got COVID, and then a bunch of peaches yeah. ended up getting it too. But yeah, I, I got it. That got was the brain fog. It was not fun, um, and I lost a lot of money from gigs that weekend. Oh man! But I, you know, I bounced back pretty mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. Sivan had it worse than I did. Whatever. It's just part of our lives now. Yeah, exactly. Did you get it? I haven't got it yet. No. Really? No, touch wood. Yeah. yeah. I haven't, I haven't received you. it yet. I'm getting my booster next week. Well, I mean, the fact that this whole room is uh, sealed with tinfoil and plastic <laughs> and, yeah. um, and uh, you know, uh, 
theater of the mind you, you yeah. can't tell you, you didn't i walked up to this place and it had one of those big uh, uh tarps that they they put over uh places they're fumigating for bugs <laughs> sprayed you down uh you sprayed me down that's right the, well, it, i should well, take your shoes off that's a big thing in Colombia. apparently you have to yeah. take your shoes off you have to put things on your feet when you go into the supermarket during mid-pandemic so you weren't spreading spreading the virus from your feet well, i mean you were you made me take my shoes off but i left the diaper on <laughs> so i guess that's a that's a good thing it suits you man it's a good vibe Dear Lord. Community Radio. BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. All your friends are doing it. <laughs> so we've got the 5th of December. So you've got a lot of shows coming up in December. A new releases. You're working on a new album. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to be another EP of, of three or four songs or if I might release the next one as just a single. But I have started working on another track I, that I might have played at one of your shows before. If I said the words, wipe your dick on the drapes... I, don't I think, think I play I, I, that does take me back to uh, a sh- KXSF show potentially. Yeah, where because I don't think I really swear in but that you one. You couldn't. Yeah, maybe you couldn't. Uh, maybe I said live. Richard. Wipe your Richard on maybe, the drapes. Yeah, maybe, I don't, maybe it works. Wipe your day. thing on the drapes. I don't know. Um, that yeah. was. Am I going to play another song right now? Is that? You, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, 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 well, in that case, um, to complement the creepiness of nice. the playlist that uh, I curated for this today. I thought, well, why don't I play one of my creepiest tunes? And this is a song that's only been performed twice before. Backstory is, I've been writing songs for Body Storytelling, this storytelling show about sex for many years. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Dixie says on stage is when she's telling people to finish their stories is, go ahead, wipe your dick on the drapes, let's get this, get this story over with. And uh, one night, an old friend of hers from when she used to throw sex parties said, I'm the one who said that. She goes, what do you mean? He goes, I'm the one who wiped my dick on the drapes. And <laughs> and 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 she he started to tell her the story that she had forgotten about this legendary clown sex party that happened at the Fairmont in San Francisco wow. years ago. Wow. So I caught wind of this and I said, Well, I need to write a song about that, don't I? <laughs> so these former sex clowns invited me to a private bar in oakland called the stinky pinky an invite only private little tiny bar and i got together with this whole group of sex clowns they weren't in makeup then they were just hanging out and drinking and they told me this whole story about this legendary party that happened and i sat there with my ipad and i took copious notes and i just i wrote everything i could and i created this song that I then debuted at a body storytelling show in Seattle in nice. 2019, wow. and all the clowns came wow. to see um, to see the show. So I've immortalized these weirdos yeah. in song forever. So how did you get connected with this group? How did you through cross Dixie paths? through body storytelling? Because Dixie was friends with them all, and yeah. and so I, I mean, yeah, this is this is not my scene, but this is this is this is the kind of shit I love it. writing yeah, songs yeah, yeah. about. So. All right. Uh, whew, what, here. Do we have a title? What's it? What's the? Uh... Uh, it's called uh, "Countdown the Clown" slash "Wipe Your Dick on the Drapes" Part Two. <laughs> Dear Lord, oh boy, this is. This, this is why you're my guest on this, this show. Is, this is going to be a lot. <laughs> Take it away, Jefferson. Oh, wait a minute. Let me step on this. Get rid of that little buzz. Oh, boy. 
When countdown the clown was a little girl, she dreamt of Marilyn Monroe. The fact that her husband did know was a hidden treasure. Officer Down was aware of her love of the stairs where her sparkle would suddenly shine. Connecting with her from behind brought them both pleasure. Where Officer Down brought Count Down the Clown, he addressed her as Marilyn said Jackie oh and not know which was slightly confusing clowns intend to entertain by any means necessary so leave it to the professionals to pop a legendary cherry say what you want Recall what you will, some of this actually happened in a palace at the top of the hill. Once upon a Groupon in a palace at the top of the hill, Penthouse suite would fill up for Peter's 40th birthday. Three years later, but who cares about that? It was a black tie affair, but the butler was aware. Foreshadowing what would be insane. He was pushing a big cart of champagne, said, Oh, I've seen it all, sir. Titties and beer, titties and beer, sir. For as many faces, there were even more suitcases, according to the legend and lore. It was high-class hedonism for unglamorous glitterati. <laughs> Instead of cash, ever brought up our stash. Enough for all to overconsume. Did I forget to mention that the room? It came with a Maserati, or maybe it was a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. I don't know. In this room, they say Marilyn did JFK and snuck out us of secret door. It was in the library on the second floor. Behind the books it was hidden. That's where Officer Down took Countdown the Clown. They disappeared behind a wall. The next part of the story starts it all. Man, you might think I was kidding. Now years have gone by, it's still up for debate. Who it started all? Who wiped their dick on the drapes? Who wiped their dick on the drapes? Ooh, now, Countdown the Clown was getting all wettish. He knew this was her fetish. Ass out, bent over on the stairs. Her eyes couldn't hide her electric enthusiasm. Uh, Boston accent was wrong, but his effort was strong. But Countdown was not keeping time. It didn't take him very long. Tool boss with a full body spasm. Ooh. 
chaos, a stranger in a stranger land. His manhood all spent in his hand with everybody's attention. What? So he did the deed and his fuel to fire feeds. The body heat had suddenly risen. This turn of events would turn that party's key of ignition. Vroom, vroom, clowns, vroom, vroom, clowns. I know I might have been lewd, but it really set the mood. And suddenly the action began with every illegal substance known to man to act as lubrication. Then exhibition became blatant competition. Everybody else wanted in. Getting some skin in the game became an obvious obligation. So to break the ice and to seal his fate, he went straight for the wall. And wiped his dick on the drapes. He wiped his dick on the drapes. DJ Webbles, welcome to the party. Let's take a look around here and see who's who's in the room in this Fairmont penthouse suite. Oh look, there's a naked Greek man with a 10-inch cock doing windmills with it while doing whippets on the second story of the library, hanging from the railing, while down below, tits are popping out of clothing like buoys erupting from the ocean. Now, oh, now I see why they had so many suitcases. Look at all these ridiculous costumes. There's props and paraphernalia and varying sizes of vibrating devices. Look at all this. There's clowns fucking in closets, clowns fucking on countertops, clowns removing their fake noses to snort tiny rails of white powders on others' exposed skin in a game of, is this cocaine or is this ketamine? Oh, look over there, look over there. There's an eight-foot nurse covered in fake blood, bumming a smoke from a pretty, pouty Persian porn star. Yeah, I thought I recognized her. Yeah, there she is. There's another beautiful woman in a red dress rolling around on top of the grand piano as two men dressed like cops tickle her ivories. I don't know what that means either. Just go ahead and use your imagination. What you will. Where's Dixie? She's in the bathtub? She wasn't really in the bathtub, but we'll just say she's in the bathtub. Oh, look over there. Look who walked in. There's a the Elvis impersonator with quite the impressive bulge taking taking his time talking to a femdom with purple hair that matches her strap on. I don't know why I know who they are. Then where's the birthday boy? Oh, there he is. Look over there. Here he is. There's one, two, five. There are five strippers in bed. With him trying to serve the birthday boy, but that second pill of ecstasy, he served himself as having the opposite desired effect on Peter's Peter. Now, not to worry, because he definitely got all of his gifts, courtesy of a tag team consisting of I, Booger the Clown, and his lovely wife, who was always naked, but she always wore her pearls. They made a mess as they messed around and fucked all over the entire place. Say what you want about the clowns They may be messy, but they never leave a trace May be messy, but they never leave a trace Former or latter, doesn't really matter And most of this is probably true A story like this couldn't do without a nod or a winky Once upon a group on the level of completely absurd A 
At least that was the version I heard down at the Stinky Pinky. Where JFK once had Marilyn. A bunch of clowns fucked all over that place again. To this day, the room collects DNA that could incriminate. So wipe your dick on the phrase. Wipe your dick on the phrase. Wipe your dick on the drapes. Mm, wipe your dick on the drapes. felt immersed in the in the room there i really did you even took off your your, that your was... tuxedo jacket which <laughs> yeah. i was like well he's not gonna get into it but it took put his top hat on the counter, counter. <laughs> all this clown fucking stuff is really oh my goodness i really wanted to do a woohoo halfway through that song as well oh. just to kind of you know add to the effect but i didn't want to spoil it yeah so I was like, I'll hold it back glasses clinking in the background yeah. and it's funny so i'm i'm doing the the so the Wipe Your Dick on the Drapes Part 1 <laughs> is about the Elvis impersonator Gigolo and his... The whole theme of that song is if a therapist needs a therapist, doesn't a sex worker need a sex worker? Mm -hmm. So it's about two sex workers who <laughs> uh, who help each other out. One is a purple femdom with a plastic purple penis that they wow. call Prince. And so the whole end of the song is, is Prince penetrating Elvis. Oh so, my goodness. But that's you, another story. You 100% played that in one of our yeah. previous shows. Yeah. And so maybe I heard part one. That's this part is one. Part yeah, two. You heard part one. Part There's one is lyrics what I'm recording well, right dude. now. There's a lot of lyrics. It's in a there. performance piece. Yeah. The whole thing is. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's why I've only done it. Yeah. It's my third time doing it. That's I mean, fantastic. I, it's a lot. Yeah. Good it's, stuff, man. It's a lot. So this new this new album is it going to be like a similar theme? Are you trying a different direction? Are you going for the same kind of uh, Bergy vibe? Like what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm I'm I I've been having a bit of a uh, identity crisis with my stuff over the past uh, year because I'm trying to figure out. You know, I love writing songs for body storytelling, but it's not everything that I mm -hmm. do. And moving into this new house and this new place and having my bun house studio in the back. Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about bun house. Why is it called the bun it's house? It's called the bun house because, well, first of all, because of the Bergie burger. Yeah. It's a play on that. Right. Um, it's nice. a play on the fact that I've written all these songs about sex because who doesn't like a nice pair of buns? <laughs> yeah. um, but it's also a play on, um, I didn't want to call it a studio because yeah. that to me that sounds too um, just stale and clinical right um, yeah i wanted it to be a fun place for myself and i'm like oh it's like a fun i'm like oh fun house i'm like and, and it made me think of Wee's playhouse yeah and how everything in Wee's playhouse talks and is alive and yeah is its own thing and um and uh which leads me into the track that i included on here which yeah. is the old dead tree back when i was still doing the live stream a minute Back when I was still doing the live streams, um, and we, you know, moved in this house, um, I started to talk to this old tree who wanted to stay, and we had to take it down. And I convinced the old dead tree. Um, <laughs> I pulled his soul out of his body and put it into a machine so that he could live forever. 
um, and the song will tell you exactly yeah. what that is. Okay. But that is the direction I'm going in is because I've been writing these songs about these other invasive species in my yard and the connections and parallels to what I'm going through in my own personal life, mm-hmm. um, pulling weeds out of my own life, basically, yeah. and trying to figure out what the invasive, invasive species in my life are and how oh, to navigate through yeah. that so that I can continue to build, mm-hmm. you know, and continue to have a big theme of it is the fact that beautiful things take a long time to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for the, for the invasive stuff to take over really yeah. quick. And this plays into the, the whole mental health thing that we were talking mm-hmm. about. Um, we planted a magnolia tree in our backyard. I actually gifted it to Sivan for her birthday. It's uh. her favorite tree, which was a big deal, was getting yeah. a magnolia tree. Um, and it's a baby right now. So we planted it. And I thought to myself, who can I get to be the voice of this little magnolia tree? And then I realized my niece. My niece is seven years old. <laughs> so I'm doing these uh, these little uh, vignettes where I'm talking to the magnolia, and it's her voice. Wow. So as she gets older and as the tree gets bigger, her voice will oh, change. She'll cool. mature and get different, but we'll still be looking after the, after the tree, and yeah, it's still going to yeah. be an integral part of the yard. Nice. So. I don't know what I'm going to do next creatively, <laughs> but I have a lot of ideas and I hope people check me out. That's yeah. It. Wherever you go, it's going to be amazing. Well, no thank doubt. you. You've got so much good material and it needs to be, the world needs to know this material. Thanks. And that's what I'm leaving behind. You know, yeah. um, you know, we have, my life is going to be a series of dogs and songs. Yeah. I was also realizing while you're talking about the bun house, that that's effectively like your shed. You have your own yeah. creative shed. It's where I run all my game shows. Yeah. It's where I write songs. It's where nice. I practice. It's where the magic happens. I actually have my own policy about it. I don't answer emails or do business phone calls in the bun house. Nice. I want to keep that keep space. Keep separate, yeah. Keep it sacred. Mm-hmm. You do? Are you doing that there? You don't do it in the house? I do it, I do emails and phone calls in the house or in okay. the backyard, but not in the bun house. Yeah. That yeah, is, nice. That's like a that. place for creative things. And cool. I try to keep Good it that way. man. All right, well, we're going to close out the show with uh, Old Dead Tree, a Jefferson Berge pen song, and Frankenstein. You can follow (laughs) Mr. Berge. (laughs) Frankenstein. You can follow (laughs) Mr. Berge, all all these amazing places. Uh, JeffersonBerge.com is his website. Jefferson Berge on Instagram. That's B-E-R-G-E-Y is the last name. Uh, We've got Patreon, of course, and Facebook, Jefferson.Berg. There's also YouTube and Twitter and all that good stuff. All those things. Any preference for best ways to follow you? Eh, Whatever. I'm really never on Twitter. Twitter's my, that's where, it's my palantir. It's where I peek in. I pull the cloth off of the uh, the orb and I look into what's going on in the world and I get scared and I put (laughs) the towel back on it. I'm like, oh, I can't look at that now. Yeah. Um, Who knows where it's going next? Yeah, I don't really know what my chosen platform yeah. for social media so really is things, i right. could get into tiktok i don't know it seems like a lot yeah and that'd be good for your follow it depends where you're going next i mean it's your the world is your oyster my friend well the world is your oyster and that's I, the right term and i keep some tabasco sauce <laughs> and I, right in this diaper actually which makes it quite uncomfortable <laughs> nice. if, that, if that when that bottle you breaks. don't have to burst oh man no, that's yeah, gonna get it's spicy down there oh boy <laughs> All right, so we, yeah, f- did I say the name right? I feel like I, s- I butchered it. Franken- no, it's Frankenstein. Yeah, Old I just Dead put it on there because if I'm doing a, a playlist of, of creepy tunes, what brings it home better than Frankenstein? For sure. Are, are you watching any Halloween-y type movies? Like, I saw Why so would I? many it's, advertised. It's, that was a month ago. Yeah, it's true. 
that, that was that was so True. long. Sorry, ago. sorry. This it's, was this was my in birthday. the past. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's now November birthday. the twenty seventh. <laughs> that, that's why I made <laughs> a, good a point. creepy playlist because it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? <sighs> I'm such a pussy. I mean, I can't, that's you can't. I can't. You can't, can't sit there and watch. Uh, put uh, yourself through it. The psychological horrors are the worst. No, we're talking about Handmaid's Tale. That's like that feels that's like a psychological that might well horror. Be a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or as my wife and I lovingly call it, the rape show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is. Welcome back to the rape show, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) A show no one ever wants to be on or or star in. It's incredible, incredible (laughs) series. Army of Darkness. We'll go with that. It's not even a horror movie. (laughs) So we're going to end the show with Old Dead Tree and and the Frankenstein, the Edgar Winter Group, dude. It's just the it's just the best rock and roll closer ever. Yeah, it's just the best rock and roll closer ever. I was in a band uh, in my twenties that that covered this this song, and they did an incredible job. There's nothing to do for a singer in the song except just rock out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. when I hear this song, it makes me think like, yeah, the show's over, everything went well, <laughs> and it's just it's just gr- it's just the most grandiose way to end things. It's nice. Frankenstein. So awesome. Okay, and old dead tree. We already talked a little bit about it, but it's about a. It's about the singularity of an old dead tree that I tricked in my backyard that uh, is not gone for good. Where is it now? Well, it's trapped in the machine. It's in the machine. I can fire it up whenever I want to and talk to that old dead tree. Threaten threaten to trouble. Well, the old dead tree is is protecting the secrets of the cowboy that lived there before me (laughs) and has the key to open up the rabbit hole in the bun house. You think I'm kidding? Wait, do you see the 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 animation that's going to happen for this it's for this song? Where I'm actually in production for right now. Oh, I've found an animator who's incredible. Wow! It is going to be that'd be amazing for you. I don't know if you watch any of these. Like a lot of podcasts do, like animation now. So you'll see these like animated figures emphasizing the, the things they're talking I about. I have two animators that I'm working with right now. A guy named Jesse Hughes, nice. um, who did the animation for the beginning of my live stream with the claymation yeah. Bergie Burger that flies all oh, around. Brilliant. He's doing an updated version yeah, of that the, one. Another balloon has a whole, like, pe- is, I feel like that could be animated. It definitely could, but I want to focus this is on gone the old now. dead tree yeah. stuff because yeah, yeah, no, it's, it. it's the beginning of a, of a longer story nice. that I'm telling. Um, and, you know, another balloon is, like, is my ballad love song to fish fandom mm-hmm. so i don't just like i don't want to be the sex song guy mm-hmm. i don't want to be the guy who just sings about loving a stupid hippie band they're always there you know yeah, you can always true. come back to it it's true it's true <laughs> but that the old dead tree stuff like the stuff i want to write about in and around the bun house is really that's really making me excited right now because it's helping me figure out stuff about my own life that I need to change and mm-hmm. fix mm-hmm. and work on. Yeah, that's good. And again, the, the pretty things take a long time to, to grow and mm-hmm. the invasive species can come at you yeah, quick. The shizzle. Yeah, cool. I love this. I love They're the way this is going die. next. <laughs> 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 Not to mention, there, do you ever have an artist place two songs that mention the word buoy? <laughs> there are two songs today. I said buoy in two of my songs. You sneak that. I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. There was a lot of words in the last song, so I, I apologize there, if I... You didn't count how many words were in the last song? <laughs> We'd be here until my next birthday. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of your day. I hope your your diaper stays clean and uh, you have a fantastic... Oh, I have um, other diapers. I changed the diaper. <laughs> Come on, I'm not a heathen. <laughs> and uh, I, I hope the shows I go well. Too. I hold my ankles and someone powders me up. And there's some theater of the mind to end the show with. <laughs> 
we'll see you hopefully not in three years from now. I no, hope it's much less soon, than man. that. Yeah, I let's like make this that. happen again. Thank Good you luck. so much. Thanks for supporting so much live uh, just joy, local my friend. music and. You do a really good thing. You do a really good thing, and you paid serious dues doing it, and look at you now yeah, in this fortress. Barn. I feel like I should call this the barn house as well. Like barn, barn. Sounds similar. I like the – it is a barn. This is definitely a yeah. barn. I like it. It's got a vibe. All right, brother. Well, have a, have a happy Sunday. Thank you. You have a great, and, uh, great Sunday too. Enjoy it. Embrace your birthday as best you can. I'm sure you will. Enjoy the game show as well. Happy like early really holidays fun. to you as well. Yeah. Um, I hope uh, – Santa bl- brings your daughter everything that we're already we're already talking about it. It's Yikes. already yeah, it's I already on envy, the fence. I don't envy that situation. Yeah. It's gonna be rough. It's a lot of lot of stuff. Dogs don't for. know that it's Christmas. Yeah, that's well, that's a good it. title for a song. There you go. A dog doesn't know that it's Christmas. I'm nice. gonna work on that. Wipe nice. your dick on the drapes, part three. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, we'll leave it there. Happy Sunday, everybody. Mm, Thanks for bye. listening.